Yo, extroverts. Now I know in the fairly recent years, the introverts have been getting a lot of attention and uh, in fact, a lot of praise. The, the poor helpless introvert, you know, understanding the introvert because the introvert is, is, is there, they have a hidden strength that no one talks about. It's all about the introvert. And somehow the extroverts just, just receive a little bit of the, um, the shorter end of the stick. They are the obnoxious ones. They are, they can't be alone. You know, all those qualities that people try to um, make more important or more impactful or quote unquote better than the other. I see you. You know, as I as I say, I have bit of bit of both. So I tend to be on the more extroverted end whenever I have to, and then I'm more on the introverted end when I have to be. But I'm primarily way more introvert than I'm an extrovert. However, I understand that there is a spectrum in this thing. So you can't really just try to separate them because a lot of the qualities within them both overlap. And so I get it. But this is going to be about you. Welcome to the Painful Podcast. I am the Painful and this space is for you. Welcome to the bonfire. Also, welcome to the grounds of fertility where all is teachable and willing to apply the things we learn and also share the results. We're also obedient. <laughs> we have elders and we're well-behaved. I'm a full-time artist. I teach art to children and adults. I host paint parties both in person and virtually. I have an art show for children called The Painful's Paint House where I am over on YouTube something very very new and uh the first of its kind in the way that i present it it's a blues clue style but it's it's fresh and in that i am subtly teaching children that you can create anything you want uh whenever you need to i'm also a children's book illustrator with five published children's books out um that i've illustrated for I do event photography and soundscaping and a couple other things. So I call myself a multimedia artist. You can find out all of who I am on my website, jgreenartofficial.com. If you were curious about my life, I'm over at thepaintedfool.com and on Instagram at thepaintedfool. Welcome. All right, let me first. All right, so before I begin, I want to make sure that I have my phones on silent do not disturb and all that stuff because you know every time i get on this podcast and i try to speak there comes like the 50 different back-to-back -back messages and it's usually from like one or two people that do those like those short bursts of texts you know how you have some of you may have that one or two one of one or two friends or family members that may send those messages like hey sen how are you sen i have a question sen do you think sen that sen i should sen it's like wait just no no you're driving me insane like that tends to happen a lot whenever i podcast and sometimes you may catch it sometimes you don't but this time i'm going to toss my phone all the way across the room so it cannot be heard or felt in my pocket yeah so yo extroverts let's um <laughs> let's 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 have a let's have a, a nice chat first of all i've decided to kind of just throw in my bonfire because it's only apt some days i don't want to have music and this is what i envision so why not just set the auditory environment set the set the space 
all right, man. So, extroverts, you you get you get a bad rap. Let's just face it, you do. You're the loud ones. You're you're too uh, you're too jovial, or people think you're on something. Uh, they call you attention seeking. They call you desperate for attention. Too much, too loud, too too this, too that. You know, it's always is dealing with with someone saying that you're you're too obnoxious. All those things. I've heard it. I've heard it being thrown at you. I've even said it until I began to understand the differences. See, here, here, here they go. I can hear the text messages all the way on the bed. Yo, I really thought. All right. I heard it. <laughs> anyway, you get all those different things. I know. You know, I've said in the past, or I've said in, I think, the previous episode, the introvert episode, that in my life, it was only extroverts that have called me out and pulled me from my shell, but not only pulled me from my shell, but protected my vulnerable, just all of my vulnerability. It's, it's extroverts that done that. So one thing I have to say, and I have to start off first with saying is that it's the extroverts that make the world go round. You're, you're the ones that are first. Without you guys, this world would be saltine crackers and water. Like that's it on a, on a paper plate with metal utensils like that's that's it that's that's how bland the world would be so i'm going to start off by telling you fuck what they think <laughs> and don't change up who you are now as you know i have i tend to to be a little bit on like in the center i do have more introvert leaning personality traits but i also understand that I tend to be extroverted too. Like I, I have a, I'm, I'm kind of like, I, I have the best of both worlds. <laughs> uh, so yes, I get it. I have been on both. I've been on the receiving ends of, of the insults to both the introvert stuff and the extrovert stuff. So as an introvert, I've been told I've been too, I'm too weak. Um, he's too quiet. There's something up with him. Uh, He's too soft-spoken. He's corny, uh, whatever, because he's corny because he's quiet or, you know, he's not interesting. And then on the other side, when I have been very extroverted, I've been said, I said this before, I'm on drugs. People said I'm on drugs. People said I'm on whatever, like I'm on, I'm on antidepressants. Uh, there's something wrong with me, whatever. I've heard it. I've heard it both from both like you know regardless everyone's going to have something to say so just deal with it so but i've i've noticed just in just and in, in, you know the introverts they, they get they get much a much better they get a, a much better um presentation people present them better and just throw y'all under the bus so i have to go back into my life and recall all the people that have called me out and pulled me out of my and pulled me from my insecurity and pulled me into my courage and confidence and all of which have been extroverts. I remember the more the more pivotal points of my life. You know, when you're when you're like when you reach 18, 19 years old and then you step into your adulthood or not your adulthood, but your legal adulthood. And then things start to like unroll in the in the world sense. You can get this. You can get that. You can do this. You can do that. I have always even in high school, 
prior to well, in, now in, in elementary school, I was way more extroverted. I was a Bobby Brown in in, uh, in elementary school. Like I was a badass kid. Up until like I was just I was always I was a I was a mess. Like elementary, my elementary years. Like if people didn't know, it, you would have never thought that was me. In my younger years, like I was taking off my shirt, swinging it, and bucking my pelvis. Like I was a badass kid, as a like, <laughs> and I say kid as in baby goat. Like <laughs> I was bad. Like I was a bad. I was bad. Like we won't talk about my fourth grade life and how I was a like I was a mess in the fourth grade. Like I was I was extremely just off the hook, lying about my grades, forging signatures. And a lot of stuff I won't mention here because people do the most. Fifth grade. And then once my fifth grade year, I toned it down. Sixth grade year, I was just super. I've always been just laughy and goofy. A prankster in the back of the class. Like the silent one. The silent one that would get you in trouble. But I, you never knew I was the one making you laugh. Like that was me until I got caught. But I was always. I was I was bad. When it, when it came to middle school and high school, like I toned all that down because there were different personalities than me. And... Then I began to do that juxtaposition thing and the contrasting and, it, you know, and then, of course, I was also told to be quiet and all that kind of stuff. So it wasn't until high school that people were just like, yo, like, what's your name? Let's let's chill. Like all the way down to my first job. My first job was at Six Flags Great Adventure. Like I was quiet. I forget this one girl's name, but she came to me and she just took to me like this, came to me and was like, come with me to my lunch. Come with me here. What's your name? You mad cool. And then she would just, she instantly took over as like this, this figure. She was, I think one or two years older than me, but she was just protective of me. And we went to river. We worked at Riverbank together. Every time we saw each other, she was just there and that's it. She was just there. So, uh, <laughs> then high school came. It was Kendra. She's like, what you what you laughing at? It started it starts like that. It usually starts with me giggling at somebody off the off to the side, and then they call me out, and then we become like super close. They're like, "Yo, don't be don't be talking about my friend. Yo, like that's my friend. You good? You okay? Like that's that was me, you know. And and guys too were like that. Like now they weren't as expressive as the women were, but they were just like, "You need anything? I got you. You cool? You dope? Just you let you need anything? Even to this day, a lot of men are like that with me. You need anything? Let me know." Like you got 100% of my support, period, you know? And they were all extroverts. They were all like those leaders, all those types of personalities. They, well, those types of people have always been been to that, just been that way with me. So it's, it's one of my reasons as to why I appreciate extroverts so much is because of, of our, natural, our natural attraction and then what we make of it. So I met this, I met this man, I, for, just for the sake of his identity, he's like, don't say nothing. I'm like, cool, no problem. <laughs> um, so I'll just call him Ben. Uh, ben was like my mentor for like, or like my elder for like two and a half years of my life when I was younger. And he, I wouldn't say he was the one that, that called me out as an artist. What, would I, what I'll go back and say was my uncle Thomas, my, my dad's older brother, Hey, Uncle Thomas, if you're listening. Um, yeah, so he was he was the first relative of mine that handed me my first art set. Now, y'all, it was Rose Art. Now, y'all know Rose Art was, was the low budget, but even still, like that, it does not matter. 
<laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, Rosart, it doesn't matter if it was Rosart or some dollar store shit. Listen, Rosart uh, crayons and stuff are super waxy. It's way more wax than pigment. But listen, it was, when he gave me that and I opened it up, I was, I was just as shocked as the next person because I didn't think someone would spend that time to think about me like that. But I was like, I think I had to have been like seven or eight. And uh, it was my first art set. It had the crayons, it had color pencils, it had watercolor paint and a, a like a little pad. And I think, I think a sharpener came with it too. He got me that. And I was just super appreciative of it. Fast forwarding years, now I knew I would become an artist. I just didn't, like I knew based off my imagination, but I just didn't know to what, to what capacity. And that knowing just got sharper as I got older. Then I met Ben, who was like, yo, homie, you're an artist. Like, this is this is who you are. And I'm going to show you, like, I'm going to be the biggest representation of, of the I am for you. Like, he was all about the identity. He was all, like, this is this, we're talking about an Aries man. Like, he was, like, all about that this is me. I'm showing up as me and that's it extrovert extremely extremely well known amongst the neighborhood from my area to philly to new york just known everyone we'd be walking to just walking random spots hey hey ben hey ben. random people we'd be talking he'd have long conversations with these with like all these different people people that he knew then you know when he took me up to one of his places where he was teaching just like hey what's up what's up what's up? it was like a lot of that just a lot of that just that's what i you know what i was so i'm used to people like that so anyway um he also not only did he 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 was he knew a lot of different things and he had different skills and abilities and stuff like that but one of the things that he did was he uh he was a fashion designer he still is and what he did was he said to me like you're an artist i want you to do something for me and i'm like what so what he did was he hired me to he would do like the the fashion sketches and then what he what he would have me do is he brought me a photoshop cs a photoshop cs2 book now i had some photoshop experience but he got me that book and i would read over it and i was just doing this he was like to study this book learn photoshop because i'm gonna need you for something Okay, little, like about about like five or six days pass. He was like, I got I got my sketches for my for my designs. Create some dope ass backgrounds for me. I pay you for them. All right, cool. So he would send me he would scan me over the sketches. I would take them over to Photoshop, trace over like go over his. And this this time I was using a mouse to like trace his lines, his pencil lines. And I would use the, the mouse to color in like I, we didn't have I wasn't using, you know, the, the the Wacoms and the we didn't have iPads back in, in that in that time. So it was different then. So I was using my mouse. I mean, they did have the Wacom or the Wacom, whatever you call it. Um, they had them, but in the pencil tips and all that stuff. But I I wasn't using all that. This was 2005. We talking about 2006. So the fuck anyway. So. What I was doing was I was making, I was applying backgrounds to his sketches, but I was also coloring them in. So he, his characters, he would like do these dramatic poses for the characters, for like the sketches. And I would just throw them in Photoshop, do my thing to the point where he would print them out. And he would just like, yo, these are amazing. These are amazing. He would put them in his portfolio. 
and then take him to take him to his course. And I remember he had me on the phone. He had me on a headset while he was he, he handing his assignment. And his instructor was like, uh, yo, Ben, so your graphics, the illustration work behind your design is more powerful than your sketch. <laughs> so you're a fashion designer, so let's just stick to that. Like, I want to know what your <laughs> what your sketches are. Like, what are what is this this pattern or like um what is the fabric? Is this chiffon? Is this silk? Is this polyester? Like what like all I see are these amazing backgrounds and these poses, but I don't see I'm having a problem with my eyes are focusing on just the entire work as a whole and not your he said you'd be a great illustrator. This would be great for illustration. He just kept saying you'd be a great illustrator, and I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> Thinking about this now, like even now, I just I just thought to myself, like, oh shit. <laughs> He's like, you'd be, you're, you'd be a great illustrator. You'd be a great illustrator. And then, you know, he didn't tell him that he hired me to do it, but he was just like, thank you so much, you know. And he said, you hear that? You hear that? You're a fucking artist, man. You're a fucking. I'm just like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, he would just instill this. He would just instill this. Are you practicing? Are you? What are you doing? He was on me. He was just on me. So one day I was in church, right? And uh, I was sitting. I was sitting in the second row, of uh, of the, of my of the church at the time. And this older woman, she sat next to me. She was sitting next to me, and she took her middle finger and her index finger, and she glossed them over my hands. My hands were laying palms up. Well, one was and one was down. She like. She slid them across my hands, my the palm of my hand. She says, you have beautiful hands. And I was like, thank you. And she's like, are you an artist? And I'm like, huh? huh? What? <laughs> what? At the time, I was insecure. Like, I didn't, I didn't want to say yes. And here she go asking me for my work. And I'm like, I don't have any work besides graphic stuff that I've been doing for Ben. So, like, so I said, I said, no. And she's like, are you a musician? And I was like, yes. And at the time I did, and I still do, I played the viola. So I said, you know, I can, if she were to ever ask me to show up in that area, I'm gonna show up. Cool. And then I went and I told Ben that I was like, yo, I told my parents. And then I, and I also told Ben and he's like, I told you like, like, I know you feel this inside. Like, I'm not telling you something you don't already know. I'm just confirming it for you. I'm like, okay, like, cool. And he just, he just showed, he was just one of those guys, super, when I say protective, yo, like, he would get into fights, he's like, yo, like, Justin is, 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 he's, he would say, um, he said, yo, like, protect his, protect his man's heart, like, protect him, just protect him, he's, like, I'm not let I'm not gonna let anybody bully you, no, nothing, like, he was that serious, and that's how a lot of a lot of the, the women are in my life too. Like they like, no, like I'm not I'm not having that. <laughs> like, you're not gonna talk about him like that. That's those are the people I attracted. So eventually I got, you know, I, it was time for me to uh it was time for me to like get my driver's license and road I wanted to get all that stuff. And I did not want to wait a long time to get a dummy because my brother got his fast. And I'm like, no, y'all not gonna do me different. You know how some siblings get get a little different treatment. Y'all know if y'all have siblings. Some siblings are treated a little differently than the other. 
y'all y'all difference y'all have to be loved differently you get different experiences there you, you may feel like there's favoritism in some cases there 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 is favoritism but i said like i'm not waiting until i'm 20 or something to to get a driver's license in this house like no so I told, I was telling my friend Kendra, I'm just like, I'm like, I'm ready for my driver's test. Like, all y'all got y'all cars, like, but, but me, like, we not doing this. No. So, she and Ben and my friend Sari were like all in this kind of like thing to get me my driver's license and, and to get me prepared for a car. So, behind my parents' back, because I wasn't waiting for 50 years for them to tell me when I was going to get my freedom, I'm like, no, nah, I'm taking my shit. I got, Ben taught me how to drive and his car wasn't as short at the time <laughs> so he's like listen i'm gonna teach you how to drive we're gonna go on the road we're gonna do all this stuff but just be careful like be careful so taught me how to drive kendra let me her car for the road test got my got my uh, driver's license brought that shit back to my parents They're like fuck you doing with all this shit you all behind my back and i'm just like listen i wasn't waiting forever I mean, I said that in a much respectful manner because, you know, my error, I'm 88. So 88, 88, you know, the year 88. So our parents were, our error was different. You know, we was getting punched in the jaws and shit. So I wasn't trying to, I would, I would, I would never say nothing wild. So got my driver's license all at the hands of my, my three. They were at the time, they were like super important in my life. They were with me during more turbulent times in my life. So they were very protective, like speaking of me highly calling my name out loud like down like just just extra just those are the people that have legitimately brought me and helped assisted me from darker places that's the power of an extrovert now i'm not going to say introverts don't have that same ability but for for introverted personality types extroverts make no mistake they make no apology and coming through and just ripping you from your own mess and they just bring you to new places a lot of introverts they they do like they have people in their lives like they have that loud cousin that loud sibling that loud uh friend or whatever that just they just they just accept it without and they know that without them their life their lives would be whack like yo like there's no there's no spice no fire y'all bring the noise y'all bring the fire y'all bring the spice and i'm telling you without you guys we'd be eating tasteless food like that's what the experience would be like i know way too many extroverts right now to ever think that uh they're attention seeking they love people by default now there are introverts that do again this is a spectrum so th there is no no strict duality in this thing because they they kind of overlap the personality traits of them both overlap there's no 100 percent extrovert and there is no 100 percent introvert although there are some who are very extreme of the two but they're there <laughs> I can, I don't know, like I can, I just look back at my life and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, it was a lot of, it was, it was extroverts. It was people who were, who were always like screaming out. Even my aunt, my aunt Lynn, like she was just, just loud. And was, I, when I was younger, she was my favorite aunt. Cause she would pick me up, throw me around the house. She, we would wrestle together. I would, you know, rail her belly button. Like I was that, that kid. I, I'm still very like 
like affectionate and touchy. So I would just like lay on her stomach, you know, put my hand on her belly button. She would, you know, beat me up, stuff like that. Like, but she was, she was the more, she was the most loud aunt. So I have three aunts on my mom's side I'm talking about. I have my Aunt Marianne, who's the oldest, Aunt Lynn, who's the second oldest, my aunt, then my mother, well, my mother, she's the third oldest, and my Aunt Stacy, who's the youngest. My Aunt Stacy was like, she was like the cooler, the cooler of them all. She's, you know, Leo's son. So I, I have like 50 million Leo people in my life. We just click. Uh, she was like, she was just cool. She was always the cool aunt. She always had, she had the cool car. She had the Camaro. She had, she was into, you know, motorcycles, you know, and, and just gold and, and all that, the flashy shit. Like, she, you know, she, she was just, she was just cool. But my Aunt Lynn, she was like, she had, um, she was, she's always, she still is. She puts speakers together and does a lot of stuff like that. And she, we used to sing Mariah Carey in her basement. <laughs> yo, talk to y'all. They knew something was up then. <laughs> they knew, like they had to have known, like they had to have known back then. I was, I was up there doing the whistle notes, man. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, but like my Aunt Lynn was another, was just like, I just loved them. I just loved them. So whenever I came to my grandmother's house, I go straight to my Aunt Lynn because she was just, come here. And we would just argue with each other, but just laugh. It was fun. And again, extrovert. Just, she was never one to just be super, super like, oh no, I, oh, I gotta be by myself. And mm, no, she wasn't like that. She, she just, she was just loud and had a lot, a lot of personality and she still is, <laughs> she still is. She definitely is. Um, but yeah, so just a little, a little glimpse into my life as, as an introvert and how much I love the extroverts, you know, and it's just, that's just what it is. My uncle who passed was an extrovert, very, he was bilingual. He knew Spanish personality out of this world, just loud and just uncle pete was he was he was another one he was just out and loud and this and i love that i, I like i love that and i love that in people so you you are the ones who just you light up the spaces you you make things happen for those you also speak when you also say the things that other people are afraid to say sometimes like i i know that to be true because I've been in multiple cases where multiple instances and experiences where you guys were just like, blah, 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 blah. Y'all just say some, some crazy shit and people would be like thrown off. Like, why would you say that? And well, it's, it's not a lie. <laughs> it ain't a lie. So what you mad for? What you mad for? You know, but yeah, I, I say all this to say extroverts, like, don't change who you are. There are some people who just don't like the amount of fire that you give off and the amount of light that you give off. I get it. For them, it could be too much. And others, it may take some time to warm up. But, you know, that doesn't mean to change that, to change that. Because I know extroverts are sensitive, too. That's, a, that's the other misconception, that extroverts don't have, they aren't sensitive because they they're just so, they're everywhere and they, they're superficial. And I'm like, no, they don't. You ever notice an extrovert? Um, <laughs> this is another side, just a sidebar. I'm gonna go back to my other thought about their sensitivity. But you notice with extroverts, when 
say if you're dating one or whatever the case is and you walk away from them and you don't want to talk about your, your emotions and they may follow you around. <laughs> Ask me how I know I'm with one. So you're not going like, so you're not going to say nothing like, you know, I'm just like, oh my God, like, I don't let me just, let me go away. Let me process and just, no, they got to talk about it now. They got to get it out now, now, now. And they'll just talk to talk you to death. And you're like, like, it's not a bad thing. That is not a bad thing. That's not a bad quality that you have. Because honestly, sometimes it's not always best for someone like me to, or for any introvert to just kind of sit because sometimes introverts can either can either just be internal internal ana analyzers or they just tend to brood on things and they tend to mull things over and that's that's the dangerous quality of introverts while you thinking that they're just kind of spending time just being internal and all this stuff it is but sometimes it's to an unhealthy degree and you when you communicate to them and push them to communicate and speak you save them from a lot of self-destructive shit don't change that don't change it and you'll in fact teach them how to speak up for themselves because the the average introvert tends to be a bit more empathic and they tend to have they tend to come they come pre pre kind of pre-exposed or they just come with genetic tendencies i'm gonna say genetic i'm just throwing that out there tendencies to just uh to be empathic but also have a low sense of boundaries that's just what they do they tend to overthink so you extroverts do a lot of that you take a lot of that away by just saying what's on your mind just to say it just say it i appreciate the ones that i know and the ones that are that are especially the ones that are introverts dating extroverts that have evolved beyond who they who they could be which is just a muller <laughs> just sitting in their space and just thinking about rehearsing the same shit over and over thinking about ways you could have said it and you should have said it whereas the extrovert is like yo just say that shit now the introvert's job is to not perhaps say it in a manner that i'm not going to suggest that all extroverts have no tact in communicating because that's not the case i know plenty that know how to speak very well but you know some don't you speak speak in a manner that it's like that's that's tactful and elegant and appropriate and still communicating and setting your boundaries that's the thing you know but extroverts tend to they tend to help introverts stay kind of like keep them down to earth they tend to do that again i'm again like this, this is a spectrum so this is not to suggest that they're all in the clouds and they they're so they're so high vibration that they have no low vibes or they have like no they can't get her done. They can't just, you know, make things real or just they spend so much time in it. Like some do and some don't. Even some see some extroverts stay in their they're in their heads a lot too. Like, oh, extroverts, they can't be alone. Not true. That's not true. They enjoy their alone time too. They will they will say, I need a mental health day. Bye. Now nah, I'm done. I'm done with people. I almost said something wild. Caught myself. <laughs> Um, they'll say, they'll make those statements. I'm done with so-and-so I'm done. I'm chilling, you know, and then they'll, they'll do their thing. And then they come back and they, they'll come back loud and, and the same person that they used to be. But those extroverts, you guys are great. You are. 
you you are i won't even i won't deny it there's so much of myself that has changed from knowing you guys and i'm still i still am actively under the tutelage and guidance of so many of you whether you realize it or not just by your modeling i'm just soaking up your your sunlight just by modeling just being who you are i'm soaking it up and learning how to to communicate a lot more from my from my guts or from from my from my heart you know what i mean and just being honest and being vocal it comes from being around those types of people the more of those people you're around the stronger you will be in your core and the stronger will you be with your identity that's what the extrovert has assisted me with it's about it's in within my identity and i have attracted a lot of people a lot of fiery people at that that were like nah this is you got to step into step into you you got to be you can't be afraid of of being who you are you can't be afraid of that just burn do burn and stop 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 like pretending and, and hiding you know this was with the with the assistance of extroverts in addition to me and in addition to fatigue being tired of just the same old same old like you know the same old i get bored easily too so it's like the same old stuff the same old uh, regimen like of just being insecure hiding this hiding like the same kind of like cycle i'm like now nah, i get i get sick of cycles and i want to just break those and then just and just show up differently each every so often like that's just i have to i have to grow i have to change i gotta transform that's just what i have to do but the majority of my life in terms of like my relationships and how i show up has been with the tutelage and guidance of many extroverts don't shit on them don't don't criticize them for for how they show up sometimes we need those people who are loud enough to, to help scatter scatter the rodents and the critters extroverts don't have much to hide they don't have a whole hidden agenda they don't have a lot going on that's 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 dark and that's another reason why i like them you know they just that's just them in their hearts like they're more vulnerable honestly than introverts they honestly are because they show up with such a strong love for people and to see people go beyond their fears and or just to they just want to give the love and all this stuff that they are they are walking hearts they just happen to be walking hearts coated in fire but they're just protected by the fire but it's you can still put your finger through there and poke that heart you can still poke a little squishy ass heart it's there it's it's there but you know they they see one thing and the average person is intimidated by them so they just see they see one thing from a limited perspective and they don't consider all of what an extrovert goes through also don't always assume that they're the strongest ones in the room yes it takes a lot they give a lot but that does not mean they they don't need help they may show up as so strong and so like oh my god you helped me da, 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 da. show up for them please if you know them personally and if you're not the kind of person who shows up loudly like them I promise you, if you push yourself to do it for them in one case, if you just show up for them without them expecting it and you give them that loud love they give you, they're probably going to cry <laughs> or they're, they'll never forget that shit. 
They never will. You're the ones they attract. They're attracted to introverts usually. And yeah, they do like other, they like other people they can bounce ideas off of and, and just converse. They, they're pretty charismatic, charismatic, so they can blend with a different, a different slew of personalities. But like that, that more introvert thing is different. Show up for them, ask them if they need anything, call them, just support them. Just, just do that. Do this, just do it. I know y'all introverts are used to being pampered and cared for and everyone has to pick and choose how they reach out to you. They have to do it that you feel like they have to do a song and dance or people make it seem like they need to do a song and dance to get to you. And you ain't got to do all that for an extrovert. It may still seem like a lot of work for you, but just show up and put a little, a little, little oomph in your personality when shouting them out or scream their name in an audience or something like I, like Ben, for instance, Ben was, Ben came to my, my orchestra concerts back then. Now my own parents didn't show up to my orchestra concerts. I think my dad showed up to one, my entire like life as, as a student in orchestra. My mother showed up to one in elementary school, I think. Yes. And in high school, my father showed up to one, but towards the last, like the last year to two years of my, of my, uh, life, Ben was like, I'm here. And he was just sitting in the audience, clapping loud, standing up, like just do that for them. <laughs> Watch, yo, you want you want to you want to take the pleasure of seeing someone fall into pieces <laughs> from from this joy and emotion and all that. Do that for them. Show up, be loud. I bet you it it hit them differently, you know. Anyway. I could go on about extroverts because I know them well and I just like you. You know, I like you guys. Now I, I have great friends that are introverts. You know, we we bond and we we laugh and we snicker together and we do all that stuff together. You know. Extroverts. The reason why I have avoided a lot of personalities and people who are like kind of like I don't, I don't want to be around a lot of people right now. It's because I find that I, I'm just trying to pick and choose my words carefully. I found that sometimes there isn't a likelihood that plans will fall through. There is a likelihood that things just won't go the way that I like and believe it or not, like I said, I tend to, I, I'm more introvert leaning, but I love to do things it, and it depends. Yes, it depends on the person, but I've been entering a phase where I just love new experiences. So I'm more apt to spend time with those personalities like, yo, you want to go out to here? Like, like the crew in, in the Poconos. Like when I got the invitation, I said, oh, no, we going because I love y'all. All you saw the video like it's loud like now again like again like i can i can either enjoy the festivities and be just as loud or i'm going to sit and soak up all the joy because i just enjoy being around them and that's just what it is but i it's just a matter of getting out of my familiar surroundings and just being somewhere else so that's just what you guys do that's just what you do but I, I enjoy, I have spent and enjoyed spending more time with, with extroverts because you just, 
It's all about the, it's all about learning. It's all about the experience. It's, it's it is about thinking. It, it is about the building of the dexterity and the wits and all that stuff. Yes, it is. But it's also I just I find that extroverts are a bit more present, a bit more present. I just that's just what I find because they're not spending a lot of their time within their own catacombs or just within their own minds. Both qualities are essential to the other. You know, we need each other, basically. We do need each other. But I'm not making this all about introverts. This is about the extroverts. Guys, I love you. Stay, stay the same. Like, I mean, of course, grow, do your thing. But don't lose, don't lose your light just being criticized and all that stuff by by the world. You know how social media is just providing so much access to the just any old thing and to say any old thing and to showcase any old thing. I get it. But yeah, I, I see a lot of those spaces on TikTok and, and on Instagram and, and here and there and, and everywhere. But I rarely see extroverts getting that love. I rarely see extrovert pages. I even search for them. I don't see them like that. I just see stuff like the strengths of an extrovert, the weaknesses of an extrovert, how to, you know, how to treat an introvert as an extrovert. It's like, why are we all catering to introverts? Like, it's, it's really not, like, I get it. Yes, we tend to be delicate and stuff like that, but damn, so are extroverts. How, show, how to love an extrovert. Like, where is that? Show up for them, give them things and, and, and be there for them when they need it. Not, not for your comfort, not being the only one who has to feel like, oh, I, I gotta, I have to be in the mood. I, it has to be 7 p.m. and I have to have my peppermint tea and I have to make sure that I do it like this. Otherwise, I can't. Like, fuck out of here with that shit. Show up for them like they show up for you. Just, just do it. Like, yes, you're important and yes, you are great too. But like, it ain't about you. Get up and, and go out and, and give some love. All right? All right. So again, extroverts, I love you all. Big hugs. Even times when I, I may duck and dodge your calls. Trust and know that I love you. When you ask me for things, I love you still. I'm not going to say I love you more than introverts. I won't, I'm not going to throw shade at introverts. But I love you a lot because you have been instrumental in my development. Extremely instrumental. Brandon is another one. Another extrovert. Social. He's, he kind of, he's a little bit on the, he's like extrovert leaning, but he doesn't like a lot of attention. He loves people. He was another one like, yo, change the style. Do, change this about yourself. Like you, there's something, not change you, but he'd be like, what you have on is not, is not a representation of you. Like you need to see who you are because you don't, you don't see who you are yet. So he would show me like essentially show me me by just just through our experiences, I would begin to learn myself. Wear more form-fitted clothes to, to, to not make yourself look so skinny because I'm skinny, you know. So I, at the time, I only shopped at stores that just fit, that just kind of fit me, you know. So a small on my body, and back then I was, I was even skinnier than I am now. So I look like a fucking wire hanger with clothes on it. And then he's like, yo, shop at this store, buy this buy that he introduced me to more of a more of a luxury kind of or just not even luxury but just not like designer stuff but more so just clothes that fit me then i got into asos i said yeah this is it and like you know and i just kind of just 
the time I spent, I just developed and built myself into to who I am and who I see myself as. So how I dress is how I see myself. How, you know, I, all with at the hands of an extrovert assisting me in doing that. You know, another one. So listen, you guys are great. I love you. Again, I keep saying this because I really mean it. And um, show love to your extroverts. Show up for them. Push beyond your emotions. Push beyond your, you know, your uh, requirements and your conditions upon stepping out of the house and out of your comfort to show up for them and stop leaving early. No, stay the whole thing and give them all that love. It will mean so much more to them. It's going to recharge them, I promise you. You know how you need a recharge? Their recharging is from people, whereas your recharge is by yourself. Their recharge is through someone giving that, they give them that recharge. I mean, yeah, they can also charge themselves up. Yes, yes, yes. But I'm telling you, like, it's a lot, it's more of a faster charge. It's super fast charging. If a person comes in and shows them their appreciation. Okay? I'm the Painful. Welcome to the, well, again, thank you for coming to the Painful Podcast. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for coming to the bonfire. Until next time, guys. Peace.